Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the reality of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, professional henna artist and business strategist. I teach budding henna artists and seasoned henna pros alike how to build vibrant, profitable businesses doing what they love. I went from being the girl who could barely piece together a fluid design to being owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. And with years of experience growing my own business and helping others to do the same, I'm here to spill all the tea on what it takes to be a bona fide hennapreneur. Our show starts in just under 60 seconds, but first, here's a quick shout out to my sponsors. This episode is sponsored by The Design Lab. Are you ready to improve your henna designing skills and develop your very own signature style? You know, you know, like one that your clients will love and they'll choose you for every single time they need their henna fix? Yeah, you definitely want to be inside of the lab. The Hennapreneur Design Lab is a monthly subscription that provides you with curated design classes and follow along templates to build your henna skill set. So you can work with clients more confidently, creating stunning designs that wow them every single time. Inside of the Design Lab, artists just like you are working to build their henna application skills, boost their confidence with design composition, and give their clients a fresh new reason to visit them each and every month. Members of the Design Lab receive classes each month with in-depth lessons that show the techniques being taught both on flat surfaces and also showing real-time client application. So you get to watch, listen, and learn as you walk through the designing process from start to finish, not just on a practice board, but also in a real setting with a real person. Plus, when you join the Design Lab, you get two bonus classes as well. Foundations of Design, where you learn to master the essential building blocks of henna designing, and Working with Clients 101, a class that's all about how to prepare for client work, the etiquettes of working with henna, and the must-have gear that every henna artist needs. You can learn more about the Design Lab by visiting hennapreneur.com. All right, let's get to the show. Hey, guys. So I am, I'm just going to lead. We're going to start season two just like with a hot cup of tea, okay? <laughs> We're just going to go for it. So I want to talk to you guys about something that happened um, in my own henna business. And this is totally unsexy, right? Like, I wish that this were not the case. Like, on a scale of one to 10 of how cringeworthy this experience was, it definitely is up there. Um, but I'm going to share it with you because you know what? I feel like so often we talk about our businesses and we talk about the highlights and how great everything is going. And then when you have a situation that arises that's less than savory, you you know, we're like, we're a little bit more hesitant to share that. And um, I think that certainly for me, I have come to a place in my business where, um, where it, you know, the, when things happen, like things happen few and far between, I feel like I'm very blessed that... Um, in general, things tend to go pretty smoothly, but recently I had an issue that came up with a client and, um, so I'm going to share it with you guys <laughs> and I'm going to share, I, I hesitated on sharing it honestly, but I'll tell you what, the client has resurfaced. And so I would love to hear what you guys think about, about the situation. Okay. So let me take a step back, right? We're, I'm like, come with me in my time machine. Right. So a few months ago, a few months ago, I was booked by a particular client and on my, in my own business, um, I have online booking, right? And with online booking, I require payment in full and I have a very clear, very clear, 
um, posted policy regarding um, regarding cancellations, regarding changes. Basically, once the appointment is booked, it is booked. There are no, there is no canceling. There is no, like, it is non-refundable. Um, and that's the way that I protect my time, right? And so what happens is um, I was booked by a client who is a repeat client of mine. And um, she booked me for, for a private session. And that's all fine and, and dandy or whatever, except for shortly after, like literally she, she booked the appointment. I saw the appointment come in through my email. And then um, she sent me a message, like immediately after she sent me a message on Instagram, she sends me this DM and she's like, hey, I'm so excited. I just booked my henna. I can't wait. And I saw her message come in, right? Like I, I read the message when it came in um, because it, it populated on my phone. Now I didn't open it in the app. I just saw the preview on my phone and I saw what she said. So then on my phone, um, like literally mm, three minutes later, she unsends the message. And so when you unsend a message on Instagram, the recipient of that message then gets a notification that says, so-and-so unsent a message. So I'm like, okay, she just sent me this message all excited that she's coming, you know, coming to the boutique and she's going to get her henna done and great. Um, and then she unsent it. And then I get another message that says, hey, I'm so sorry. I booked an appointment, but I'm not going to be able to make it. And um, I'm like, okay. So I open up Instagram and I see the message. And obviously once I open Instagram, then it, it alerts her that I saw the second message. It didn't alert her that I saw the first, right? So um, I <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, what's going on? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I, I booked this appointment, but I didn't realize like there was an issue with transportation. My husband's got the car or like, basically there was going to be some sort of issue with transportation. She wasn't going to be able to make it to the appointment um, when she thought she was. And um, I'm like, okay, well, you know, the policy for my business is that you can reschedule one time. And after you reschedule that one time, like after that, it's just a cancellation and it's non-refundable. So, um, so I told her, you know, okay, you know, it's not a big deal. When would you like, when do you want to move it? And, um, and she, uh, kind of like, she kind of like, like, like wanted to like play around the bush with me here. So, <laughs> so she's like, oh, well, you know, my, my, it's not just me. It's like, my sister's also going to come and, and my cousin's also coming, but like, I'm not going to be able to make it because my husband and like the car and whatever. And like, I'm like, okay, so yeah, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Just, you know, when you have the opportunity, look at this, look at the calendar. You can go back to the booking page, look at the calendar, find the date and time that's going to work best for you and let me know. And like, I'll move the appointment. It's, it's no problem. And, um, and so she's like, well, uh, I, nah, nah, nah. and she kind of like, she just kind of, she doesn't say, no, I don't want to reschedule. Um, she first then comes back and she's like, oh, and then I just, I realized that I made a big mistake. I used the wrong card. She's like, oh my God, my business partner is going to be really uh, upset with me because I, you know, I didn't use my personal credit card when I booked the appointment. I used my business card that's attached to my business bank account and uh, with my, with my business partner. And she's going to be like, what are you doing? And I was just like, okay, well, you know, like, all, like none of these things are, are consequential to me at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you've used the wrong card, then it sounds like you probably should tell your business partner that that's what you've done. 
And um, it sounds like you probably should like, I don't know, take money from your checking account and put it back into your business account to replace what you just spent, right? Like these are the thoughts that are going on in my mind. But you know, not everyone thinks the same things, I guess. So so she she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, oh, there's this issue and like I used the wrong card and I'm just like, oh, you know, sorry to hear that. Like, let me know about the appointment. <laughs> and I just, because, you know, I, I can see the direction that we're headed, right? I can see the direction that we're headed. And that is, she wants a refund. And um, that's not a part of my policies. Um, and because she's a repeat client of mine, I know that she knows that that's a part of my policies. And if she doesn't know that that's a part of my policies, then shame on her for not educating herself prior to making a purchase, right? Like you should be informed about the purchase that you're making. And I make a very strong effort to be sure that all of my policies are outlined um, to include in the email that you receive immediately upon booking, there's a link to my policy. So like you are welcome to revisit the policy just in case something comes up. So um, so this, this conversation happens and whatnot. And um, it lasts for, you know, just a few minutes. I'm like, I'm not giving this more energy than it deserves. Um, and so, <laughs> so the next day I hear from her again and I just kind of left it like, you know, just find the date, let me know. I'll make the change. No problem. Um, so the next day I hear from her again and she's like, Hey, um, so I'm just wondering if I can just cancel my appointment. Like at this point now she's just, she's willing to just be transparent about what she wants. She's like, can I just cancel my appointment? Because, um, you know, I'm not gonna be able to make it and, um, whatever. And I'm like, well, uh, that's not the policy. You know, if you look on the booking page, this is the policy, the policies that are outlined. Um, that's also, you know, that's included in your confirmation email. And she's like, what? Seriously? Um, but like, even if you don't receive services, it's non-refundable. I'm like, yeah, even if you don't receive services, it's non-refundable. You've booked my time. My time is that's no, like that's how I protect my time. So, um, you know, that is what it is. And she's like, well, you know, I just, I really can't believe that. Like I'm, I didn't know. And, and all of those things, you know, all of those things that people say, and I'm not moved by this because, uh, one, she's also a business owner, obviously she's also a business owner. I know, um, the context of her business. I know that part of running a business is sustainability. And so she, even as a new business owner, like those are lessons that she's going to learn. And I explained to her, you know, this is what helps keep my business sustainable. Um, and so this is how I minimize on cancellations and on no shows and on the like, and I'm sure that you can understand. And, um, this, you know, this is what it is. And so she goes, okay, great. Um, well, she's not happy. <laughs> she's not happy. Um, she really would prefer the refund. And I said, you know what? Okay. I've done business with you in the past and up until now I've enjoyed doing business with you. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an exception for you. And the struggle is, as I mentioned, her sister also uh, booked an appointment, right? So her sister also has booked an appointment and the two of them have appointments that are next to one another now. So I told her, I'm like, you know, this, these are my processes. I've done business with you in the past. And I've enjoyed that. And I'd like to continue that. So for you alone, I will make this exception this one time. And I will refund you the money for the appointment that you paid for. Um, but that is for you only. And I will not do it for anyone. Like, I'm not going to do it for anyone else. So please understand. 
So she goes, okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, what have you? I'm like, okay, not a problem. Like, I'd love to continue to see this relationship move forward, you know, in the future. So like, now you have an understanding of how my business works. And um, so we shouldn't have this issue again, basically. But I'm willing to, you know, to, to make this exception for you. And so I do, I get off of, you know, messenger with her and I go to my scheduling system and I issue her a refund. And she asked me, you know, you know, are, are you basically, are you going to do it or whatever? I, I send her a message and say, yes, I did. I went ahead and issued the refund. She said, do you know when it's going to come back? I said, I don't, you know, that's up to bank processing. Of course, anytime you issue a refund, um, through a credit card company, like you ha it has to go through the bank channels. Right. So, and I believe that the day that we actually had this conversation was either a Thursday or Friday. So if it were, I believe we initially spoke on Thursday and then I issued the refund on Friday. So when you issue a refund, of course, going into the weekend, then there's the, you know, if there's any delays, like I can't guarantee when her bank is going to give her her money back, but they will because I initiated the refund from the merchant side. So she will receive it. Right. So all things are fine. You know, we have this conversation. She's like, great. Thank you. Perfect. Literally right after I send her this message and, um, send the refund, I get an email from her sister who says, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it to my appointment because something and like the, the reason that her sister gave me led me to believe that the reason that she gave me was untruthful. And I'm okay. I don't care. Like, like the reason why you can or cannot be available to the appointment doesn't matter to me. Right. Like my policy is my policy and it protects my time for a reason. So like it really in a normal circumstance, it wouldn't matter. But because we have this now this issue where I just said, okay, I will refund you. And, you know, a refund that you're not entitled to one, but I would refund you and then but I'm only doing it for you. And then I get an email from the sister saying, well, I'm not coming and you know, I can't make it to my appointment either. Mm, it looked a little bit sketchy, right? So I message her back immediately and I'm like, so you're all taking care of your handle, but I just got this email from your sister. Um, and I need you to understand that I was serious. Like <laughs> basically I'm not refunding anyone else. And she's like, Oh, no worries. I'll talk to her. So she, she says, you know, I'll tell her, this is your policy, whatever. I'm not going to share that you refunded me. It's, you know, it's whatever I'll take care. I'll talk, to, I'll talk to my sister. I'll take care of it. I'm like, okay, cool. So I am uh, left with the, with understanding that she does. And I don't hear from the sister again. And I think that the situation is finished. It's complete. Halas. Like we're, it's, it's handled, right? Uh, no, <laughs> no, my friends, that's not what happens. I receive an email then at the beginning of the following week. I want to say Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe. I think it was Tuesday. I receive an email from my credit card processing company. And that email says, you, um, you've received a chargeback. You've received a chargeback. Now, if you're unfamiliar with what a chargeback is, a chargeback is when the, um, when the person who makes the purchase, when a purchaser contacts their credit card company and says, Hey, this is a fraudulent charge, or I didn't approve this charge. Or, um, basically this is never a situation where it's like, I just wanted a refund. Um, they will, people can ask for a chargeback, um, basically under like the guise of, I didn't receive a service or this is, this is a fraudulent charge of some type. So I am very perturbed by this because 
when you receive a chargeback, also, you guys have to understand as business owners who are working um, as solo entrepreneurs and so forth, we are, you know, at least in my own business, the majority of my income comes in through my credit card processor because all of my booking is done online. And so what happens is if you receive so many issues, if you receive so many chargebacks, if there are uh, problems that present themselves with the processing of your um, credit card payments, then the credit card um, companies can choose not to do business with you any further. And so they will literally, they will drop you. They're like, we will not, we will not process credit cards for you. And um, so I was incredibly upset when I get this email from my credit card company saying you've received a chargeback. I, uh, you know, I've been doing henna since 2011. I've been working with the same credit card processor since that time as well. I've never had a chargeback ever. In fact, I've never even had someone request a refund um, in, in, in the, like in any sort of capacity. If there's ever been a refund offered, that's always been in the context of like, I felt like something could have gone better or whatever. Like I am so happy to comp my clients if that, like if I need to, which is like in, in all of the years of my business, I can probably count it how many times that's happened on a single hand. Um, so to have my first charge back from this person was a huge, huge frustration for me. And when I got the email, it felt like someone punched me in my gut because I'm like, okay, I'm operating a business and my business depends on my ability to run credit card processing. And here I have this person who I've done business with in the past, who knows that I'm trustworthy, who knows that I'm reliable, who knows that, um, you know, who knows that I deliver on the services that I, that I say that I'm going to deliver on. And she asked me for a refund. She was not entitled to the refund. I gave her the refund out of the kindness of my own heart. And then next thing I know, this person has called and said that there's, you know, they want to charge back. Now, what I'm sure she didn't know is when you receive a chargeback, the bank has to tell you what that person said, right? So I um, get this email and I'm like, okay, so let me follow up with the credit card company. And I, in having a conversation with the credit card company, I come to find that she indicated to the card company that she did not authorize the charge. And I'm like, okay, you... So now it comes across as my business ran her credit card in an unauthorized fashion, which is also not the case. Remember, she booked the appointment and then immediately messaged me and was thrilled that she booked the appointment prior to whatever happened in between that made her choose to cancel it. And so um, in getting this this email and, and uh, you know, and, and hearing this additional feedback from the bank as to what they said, what she said, I was like, oh, no, like this is this is kind of. I, I'm just gonna be honest. I was pissed. Okay. I was pissed. I like, I was so mad. And so I, um, I emailed the, the credit card company back again and I'm like, okay, I would just want to be clear because remember she mentioned that there was a business partner. And so this was supposedly done on a business joint account. Is it possible that like there was confusion is it possible to know who, which of the two made the, made the, um, complaint and so forth. And, um, the, the information that I got back from the credit card company when they spoke to the bank, because the credit card company, uh, represents you when you are dealing with the chargeback and they are the ones who communicate with the bank. So they, um, they reached back out to the bank and they said, yeah, okay. This person called in said it was an unauthorized charge. They did not, 
approve this charge. They did not, you know, whatever. And they wanted the charge back. So there was nothing actually for me to do. Like from a logistical standpoint, there was nothing else for me to do because I had already initiated the refund on my end. Um, my, my, the credit card company was, I mean, they were the processing company. They were very easy. They're like, you're good. You're in the clear. There's not, this is purely informational that we're sharing this with you. But for me, it was, it was quite alarming because here I am again, I'm 90% easily of my income is made off of credit card payments. And so to have someone who I've told explicitly, yes, I, I issued the refund. You're just going to have to wait on your bank to process it. Um, for them to then go and, and um, do a chargeback was, was, I felt it to be incredibly distasteful. I felt that it was dishonest. And um, especially with that reasoning, with the fact that it was uh, claimed that it was an unauthorized charge. What was interesting is, and sh this, this particular client, well, there's no way she could have known this. Is I actually had had a conversation with her business partner earlier that day. I'd spoken to her and she and I had had conversation about going and getting lunch together and so forth. And so um, I, I found it, I, it, it, the whole situation became very, very shady to me, not because of the business partner. I think the business partner had nothing to do with any of it. I think that this client was being dishonest with me about the reason for needing the cancellation or the reason for like, all, it doesn't matter wherever, whatever piece of that story didn't add up, it just didn't add up and it didn't make sense. And as she presented it to me, and then certainly it didn't make sense after there was the chargeback filed. So. After having all this, you know, having all this uh, kind of happen, I I got really I got really upset, and I'm like, you know, I am honest in my business, and I take care of my clients very well. Um, I've never experienced this before, and so I went onto um, my booking site and I banned her so that she would not be able to book additional appointments. And inside of that ban, I gave a breakdown of the reasons why this would not be accepted. Like she was not entitled to the refund. I issued it to her anyway. Then she placed a chargeback. That chargeback could have, um, could have placed in jeopardy my means for earning a living, um, which is totally unacceptable. Like literally you guys, this is a $70 appointment for your $70, which I already refunded. I, could have been really placed in a tricky and a sticky position. And I did not appreciate that at all. And so um, I, you know, laid out all the reasons, let her know you will no longer be able to book online. And um, so that if she were to go back to the booking site, she would not be able to do so. Banned her email. Um, and so I left it at that and I walked away. And this was a few months ago, right? This was a few months ago. So I came back um, just over the past, like maybe two weeks or so. And I was thinking to myself, you know, Chelsea, it's probably a good idea for you to go in and make an adjustment and remove that band. Like, you know, my heart has softened and like, I've kind of gotten over the upset of it. Did I appreciate it? Absolutely not. Um, but just having, you know, time, you know, time just to, just to kind of let those things kind of heal and wash off, if you will. Um, I was like, you know, it's, it's fine. She made a poor decision. Um, but I, you know, I get to also choose how I respond and, um, so I was like, you know, Chelsea, you should remove the ban. And, and I, I, I did, I went and I removed the ban. Well, recently, <laughs> as in this week, I received an email from her. I got a, a DM rather on Instagram from her saying, oh my gosh, Hey, I want to book you. Um, basically she is having, 
um, a henna party for her uh, wedding where they're celebrating like the cultural aspect, the cultural celebration for her wedding. And she wants to hire my business uh, again to work um, on herself and on her guests. So this would be um, a larger contract. And um, of course, while I saw the messages come in on Instagram, I chose not to respond. Um, and I still haven't decided how I'm going to respond to that. And so that's where I come to you guys, Hennapreneurs. And I say, listen, if this were you, if this were you, what would you do? Because I, I have to be really honest, I was left with such a foul taste in my mouth from what I sense to be um, just her not being uh, truthful with me. Um, I really disliked the fact that she, um, you know, was willing to, to, to give a chargeback um, or to place a chargeback on, on my business. And to do so with a reason that was totally dishonest. Um, and so I, you know, my gut and my, my core reaction is no, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good. Not, I'm good. Not having that contract, but I do have to ask, you know, I, I, I thought, let me share this with the Hennapreneur community because so often we talk about things that, you know, the things that go well. And, um, I know for me, like I said, I've been very blessed to not have much as far as like turbulence in my business or having issues, uh, with my business. But this, this one client really threw me for a loop and it's something that I don't experience every day. So I'm like, let me toss it out to you guys and see what you have to say, um, about the situation. If this happened to you in your business, would you take this client on? I really am interested to know. And if you would, like, would you have any contingencies? Like, would you be like, no, I'm going to need that in cash. Because let me tell you, for real, if I were to take this client on again, it would be all cash everything. Like, we will not. <laughs> there would be no credit card payments anymore. Like, we're done. Um, so I feel like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know for you guys, how would, how would you deal with the situation? And, and honestly, I'd love to know, like, how would you have handled it from the beginning? Have you all, like, have you ever had someone issue a chargeback? And if so, what did you do? And if you haven't, like, what would you do if that, if that happened in your business, how would you address it? Would you address your client? Would you ban them? Would you take them back? Would you do cash only? What would you do? Um, I don't know. I'm interested to hear from you guys. So I, with that, you know, I'm just going to wrap up story time. I Like I said, the tea is hot today. Here I am harping about my, <laughs> my, my unfortunate experience with a client. But you know what? I'm like, here, let me tell you guys all the things that happen behind the business, not just, not just the fun and sexy and perfect uh, iterations of those of those things. So, oh my gosh. So with that, I'll, I'll let you go. But yeah, I'd love to hear from you. How would you handle uh, the situation with the chargeback queen? And um, yeah, would you, would you take her on for a second booking, third booking, fourth booking, ever booking? Yeah. I'd love to know. All right. I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, babe, I wanted to give you a quick thank you for tuning into the show today. That was super cool of you to hang with me all the way until the end. Of course, I've got all the links that you might need from this episode inside of the show notes that you can find at hennapreneur.com podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get all the new episodes as soon as they come out. I'd be so grateful if you take the time to rate or leave a review on Apple Podcasts while you're there. That tells iTunes that, hey, Hennapreneur is about something good, <laughs> and it helps us to reach more artists who would love the show. All right, that's all for today. I'll be back soon with another episode, but for now, let's get back to work, Hennapreneurs.